Decision-making refers to a process by which individuals select a particular course of action among several alternatives to produce a desired result. Some of your decisions will be so routine that you make them without giving them much thought, but difficult or challenging decisions demand more consideration. Most people hate making decisions. Why is that? They overcomplicate it. Fear of picking the wrong option leads to a period of limbo where nothing gets done and the issue seems to grow bigger and bigger. This month, Dr. Dixon gives us techniques on decision making. Let's listen now on how to make decisions. Well, bless the Lord. I'm telling you, do you realize we are in the month of March. And even though this is the third month of this new year, this new decade that we're in, we are yet in the beginning of the year, in the first quarter, really. And you know what? We're still in that mode of making decisions. So many people are making decisions. And you know what? Many times they end up with regrets. We want to make decisions that will be decisions that are good quality decisions and decisions that don't drag on your time for days, weeks, months, and even years. Because decisions can do that. They can cause a drag on your time. But when you choose well, it doesn't always have to mean choosing slowly. And as an experienced time management coach, I've developed a handful of strategies for cutting down the time it takes to make tough decisions. I was talking with my grandson earlier, and I was sharing with him about time management, giving him some tools to work with. He's in college now and just showing him about timing and how you have to apply it to your life and your schedule for the day. And it makes such a big difference that you can make good quality decisions that don't drag and take your time and take weeks, takes months, even years. So let's talk about that today. What are some of those things? Well, first you need to lay the groundwork. Then you can pick and choose your tactic, depending on the type of tough call you're trying to make and how much time you've got to make it. Here's how it works. The basics, these are the things that no matter what decision you're making, you need to employ these. You see, to start, you need to set yourself up for decision-making success. And this involves three fundamental elements. I know the whole problem is that you don't have time, but we want to talk about time today. Number one, the very first element, you've got a book, Time to Think. Mm -hmm. And the time pressure you're feeling should be a signal that you need to rethink your day-to-day task planning altogether. It's counterintuitive, but making decisions faster requires consciously giving yourself time to make them. Decision-making is a task, and it deserves more attention than what you can devote to it. When you wake up late at night worrying about that urgent issue, you still haven't resolved. Now, For smaller decisions, you may only need to set aside 30 minutes or an hour. For larger ones, you might schedule a few hours over the course of two to three weeks. But whatever you do, add these time blocks to your calendar and to-do lists on a regular basis. Successful people always have time blocks. They're scheduling their day. They have to-do lists on a regular basis as to what I need to do. And if necessary, you can carry it over to the next day to make sure that you perform all the tasks that you purposed to do in mind. Okay. All right. So you need to book time 
to think. Now, the basic elements. Booking time to think. What's the next one? Because you're going to have three. You need to define the decision. Before delving into deciding, get clear on the nature of the choice you're making. For example, a job can affect not only your work responsibilities, but also your commute, your salary, your co-workers, and so on. Define the key factors that both go into and will be affected by your decision. That helps you quickly discern whether and why you're deciding. And, and you can get excited about it. particular option that you may have might be very excited about it. But maybe that new job sounds great. Maybe that new job have you excited. But you just can't stomach a two-hour commute every day. See, all of those factors are there. So you got to define the decision. Third element that needs to be basic in all your decision making. Number one, book time to think. Two, define the decision. And three, uh, think through your options. Instead of limiting yourself to a yes or no choice, brainstorm all the possible options before making a decision. You may find compromises and alternatives that weren't easy to see initially. In fact, consider two, whether you actually need to make a decision. In some cases, it's fine to simply let a choice pass by without committing either way. <laughs> See, once you've gotten the hang of these decision-making basics in place, you can pick one or two tactics for deciding more quickly. And I'm going to give you five of those. And so optionally, you can choose between them because you won't need to use them all, all the time. But they'll be suited to different situations and personality types. So number one of the, the tactics that you can follow, you fall back on your values. Having clear values that you try to live by can make tough decisions easier. For example, maybe you know there's a certain amount of time you want to spend with your family or a baseline level of debt you're willing to carry. When it comes time to a decision about work travel or taking a new job with a long commute or making a big purchase, you'll immediately recognize whether choosing a certain course of action would violate one of those values or guide rules. Yeah, yeah, so fall back on your values. And then another option, you talk it through. Some people are verbal processors. They organize their thoughts by talking them out. If that's you, then having a discussion could be your fastest route to a decision. You don't need to speak with someone who's knowledgeable on the topic. You just need a good listener who will give you time and space to hear out your monologue and occasionally reflect back to you what you've shared. You're likely come to a decision by the end of the conversation, even if the other person says very little. I do that regularly. <laughs> All right, now, ask for perspective. That's a third tactic that you could use. You know, sometimes you need more than just a sounding board. You actually need advice. Asking someone else for their opinion typically uh, works best when you're considering doing something that you've never done before. And when you know someone who's experienced in that area, it, that's their domain. And when you're leaning in a given direction already, seeking out wise counsel can help you reach a smart decision faster. Just be careful not to blindly accept advice. A choice that may make sense for someone else may not be right for you. If you find yourself uncomfortable with what they've proposed, you don't have to go through with it, but you may find the conversation nudged you toward a decision anyhow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, another 
tactic that you may take. Test it out first. In some cases, you can test out a decision before actually making it. Consider visiting a new city to see how it feels to you before taking that job that would require you to relocate. Or see if you can chat with any of your potential new co-workers ahead of time. In those moments when you're exposing yourself to a new experience, your body tends to signal you whether an unfamiliar situation feels right or just feels off. Mm, Yeah. Another option in your decision-making that you can do. You listen to your hopes. When you're really struggling with a decision, it's often because your mind thinks one thing is practical while your heart wants something else. Pay attention to what you hope will happen. For example, when you ask a mentor for advice, what are you hoping she'll tell you to do or not do? We're not purely rational creatures. It's right and good to listen to your hopes because they often give you deeper insight into the decisions you actually want to make. Life is full of tough choices, but they don't need to be massive drains on your time. Lay a strong foundation to make decisions generally. Then pick and choose from these five tactics to make them faster. If you will always use the fact that, you know what, I don't care what's going on, I'm going to book time to think. Then I'm going to define the decision and I'm going to think through my options. If you will do those three basic fundamental elements in all your decision making, I'm here to tell you that you will find yourself making better decisions and not having regrets. And then according to your personality and according to what the situation demands, if you're going to be relocating or whatever, then yeah, you want to test it out first. Um, You always want to do that. You use it in your life for what the demand is, the tactics that I have given. Whether you want to talk it through, fall back on your values. That that one really is probably used more than all the others. Asking for perspective and then listen to your hopes. I'm telling you, because we have to make decisions every day. There's always going to be choices that have to be made. And when you pick and choose from the five tactics, using those basic fundamental elements at all times, you'll spend less time agonizing over your decisions without making slapdash choices you'll later regret. Well, I think I've given you much that you can begin to just uh, pulverize (laughs) over the coming days. Because here in the beginning of the year, when so many people are making resolutions, we don't make resolutions, those that have an assurance and a hope on the inside of us. No, we make decisions. We decide. And so you've gotten the fundamentals as well as some strategies today that you can begin to move forward this year, making the decisions that you need to make and not having regrets later. That's what we want to do. I am so grateful for you. I'm so glad that you're listening. Let me know that you're out there. Thank you, every country that has joined in. Although we are heard all over the world, I love it when I get feedback from you. I love it when you email. I love it when you let me know that you are there. And I know you're there. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I see all over the world lights up, but I'm so glad when I get a contact, a connection from you. It's a wonderful thing. And don't forget, I love you on today. I'm so glad that you are here. I look forward to sharing with you 
every day. And I pray for you. I made a decision that I was going to pray for my listeners. And my prayer is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live and that you will see the wonders, the marvels, the miracles, the extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness come into pass in your life. I am Carol Dixon and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. Dash is a nonprofit organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to Dash Podcast, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible, for we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, Dash is always on. Thank you.